it's a Monday and uh, bit, bit of a, an awkward Monday. Um, a lot of you uh, won't know this, but uh, I've been doing these Mondays for the last month now and waiting for Kevin to call because he has emailed me. I don't know where he's getting the email. I don't know where he is. Wait by the J.K. Rome phone because I'm going to be calling, and he hasn't. So, uh, and hopefully he calls this Monday. But I'm I'm waiting here uh, as I have, uh, sitting patiently. Uh, I've uh, tried to go forward with the podcast all by myself, and it's been uh, very uncomfortable. Um, at one point, I snuck into an auditorium and recorded myself doing a lecture on comedy and I thought maybe I'd just post that but it just didn't feel right (laughs) um it didn't feel right because Kevin wasn't there and um in the audience nobody was in the audience it was an empty room but uh you know I was going to record you know pencils dropping and coughs the errant cough just so you felt like there, there was actually happening um but it's been lonely, and it's been hard, um, and I just hope that he does call today, <clears throat> because if he doesn't, it's going to be another big disappointment, and I don't know if I can take it, and I don't know if I can sit here another Monday um, from 8 to 5 and wait for him, because it's it's a long wait, and it's a lonely wait. Um... Oh, and it's... Oh, my... <laughs> The wrong phone. It's the JK phone. Hello? Uh, sir, are you happy with your long distance service? You know uh, what? Oh, uh, no, you know, it's me. I can't do it Kevin! to you this time. It's me. I'm back. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was just going to say, Joel. no, I'm not, because I'm not getting any long distance with my best friend and part- comedy partner, Kevin. <laughs> You yeah, bastard! Well, we're, <laughs> I should we're strangle back. you. And I should I strangle s- you. <laughs> you. I want to uh, strangle well, you. you okay, well, uh, well, I'm back. We're back, uh, oh, nation, uh, all around the world. How's it going? Like, it's, I'm so uh, happy and so angry at the same time. I. <laughs> me too. Me too. To tell oh, the truth. Where and were you? Where were you? I was mostly on a boat, as you said. Uh, you know, it's a long trip to the islands. Uh, but I finally made it to the islands, Mon. They they end a lot of sentences with the word Mon over really? here. It's really sunny and really the, great. The nation um, islands end their sentences mm-hmm. with Mon. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. The national isles. The and, national uh, isles. Yeah. You know, in the, what, um, I guess, 127 degrees uh, north by... 137 degrees west so that's that's oh, really uh, in the sunny areas yeah i was gonna say yeah. that sounds hot um yeah. <clears throat> is that fahrenheit or pacifica or celsius um it's one of the more like measuring ones on like you know how they measure equators and axes of the world mm-hmm. okay. it's one of those uh units of measurement oh, i'm I not the, i'm not i'm not a geographer i'm here to talk comedy Right. Uh, once again, once again, I, I assume it's Monday well, too, I, where you are. You know it is, and I've sat here and I've said, you know, you're not a geographer, so why the hell are you out in geography and not here where the comedy is in the capital? And and for a month to be out on the open water and not be able to use your, uh, you know, black box thingy to call mm-hmm. in on the J.K. Rowan mm-hmm. phone, I mean, it really. Uh, it's been a hard yeah. it's been a hard go uh, I, I assume i assume it i assume it has been hard for you I, uh it'd be hard for me if i weren't with me and uh but as uh like we might want to re retell our listeners like i've been working on my uh 100 to 200 year mama jokes um and once this whole trip is settled i think i've seen enough and i've i've explored enough of this vast land of ours that uh, maybe I would, you know, get all 100 or 200 of those jokes done and come back to the Capitol with a fresh new set, fresh new take on a classic comedy conundrum. And, and you know, I'm happy for you, I got to say. I'm 
uh, actually thrilled to listen to those jokes because you know I love them. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. I'm a huge fan and and in a, my own way student slash professor of comedy. But I've been sitting here and you and I don't know why you've bothered to email me every week. I don't know where you've been getting that Wi-Fi and you've been going uh, wait by the phone. And I have, and I've even been like, okay, he's not calling. Well, let me, <clears throat> excuse me. Let me just try to do this podcast by myself. So I'm sitting there going, uh, you know, talking about some comedian saying, oh, we're excited because, you know, it's Will Ferrell. You know, isn't that exciting, Kevin? And then mm. leaving the space for you, there's no response. You know, Will Ferrell's known for what kind of comedy, Kevin? You know, and right. then I and leave that three minutes there for you to give the talk. I see. Yeah. You know, and and it's, well, maybe you know, maybe one of these times when I'm back, uh, I'll, I'll sit in your studio and go back and just uh, put in my voice over it. Like, do you still have the recordings? Of course I do. We, of course we can I do. still use them. We can still use them. They'd be fresh. Well, because I, I edited, I was going to post them, and I but I listened to them in my car first, and I was like, there is something missing here. So I decided not to. But you're mm. right. If you put your voice in, that might make a lot more sense. Yeah, I think it would sound really good. It would sound like a podcast for sure, mm-hmm. definitely. And like it, I might be speaking just for myself, but I also might be speaking for our listeners when I say, uh huh. That sounds very good. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Uh, well, you're making me laugh. <laughs> you're making me laugh again. So it's I'm like... excited. I'm excited to be back on the show. So now this uh, this month long voyage, uh, the <sighs> things that must have been going on is uh, were there any highlights? Uh, big highlight was when I got to use the email on on the on board of the uh, ship I was taking. Interesting. Um, there was a big lineup for mm-hmm. that email. So you're lucky I got that. And I said, you know, to the guy in line, there's this great guy named Josh. Um, I became really good friends with this guy named Josh just standing around, mm-hmm. like waiting to use the email machine. Oh, he sounds And, uh, oh, he was a blast. And let, let me tell you, he could be a, a comedy genius one day. I think he's got what it takes, and he knows his stuff. He knew the hard seas. He was making me laugh like so much, mm-hmm. telling me all his personal stories and his problems with like meeting girls and things, and these whimsical little tales. And like we would get into arguments, but they'd end up being like pretty funny, like you know, actually lighthearted and like yeah, you know, it was a great, great time. So just- he sounds cool, but you know, if you spend your life on a boat, you're not going to be funny, and. I mean, he like he could be funny, but you're not going to have the what it takes to be a comedian. So well, that's just the thing. The the best part about it was he wasn't from the boats. He wasn't a fresh boaty. He was also a, a traveler, and he said, "Hey, I know that you know when you get in the islands, you're going one way, and I'm going the other. Hmm. But if our paths cross again, give me a call, and uh, maybe we'll work something out." I said, "Hey, you're a funny guy, and it." It was a great, you know, great month. Just, just sort of around on a boat with uh, this guy Josh. Josh Kevin's hanging around on a boat. I'm not going to say that I'm pleased. Here. I mean, I, I'm happy you had a decent time or whatever. Uh, and I mean, I don't know if this guy has any experience writing skitches. He probably doesn't. I doubt he'd be any good at that. And uh, I mean, we mm. we've been podcasting together for for eons now it feels like so i think that um, yeah there's a yeah. lot of history there that's no, he, worth keeping around and and he's probably just somebody that will you know uh you know, fall into the background and that would be a good place for him but uh the thing that really bums me out uh is that while kind of right when you disappeared uh kelly dimples disappeared too <laughs> um oh. some people would remember that I kind of had the love of my life, crush on the love of my life, and uh, her and uh, and her boyfriend and I were spending a lot of time together. And well, she sort of uh, did. She did, hasn't disappeared. She hasn't gone missing or anything. But she's uh, well, that's good. Did a that's little bit of hear. one of these. You've heard of the cease and desist. Um, I'm I'm not really welcome at the radio station anymore. And I she didn't doesn't really want to talk to me. Um, so it's been hard because I've missed the love of my life. I've kind of been getting over that relationship. And I've also kind of been wondering if you're even alive. I mean, the emails were, uh, uh, you know, 
um, sure. cause yeah. sense of relief at times. But then at the same time, mm-hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong, but now that I think back, uh, some of the emails just weren't in your voice. I don't think you wrote them. And it, and if it was Josh writing them, I mean... It, w- well, it, you know, he was ahead of me in line. So I'd say, oh, while you're at it, while you're, you're emailing. And it's funny because he would be talking to me about his uh, girlfriend at the time and he called her the, his love of life. Her name was Shelly Pimples and apparently he met her at a TV studio and they fell madly in love, um, and uh, yeah, everything seemed to really work out for him. So he was emailing her, and I said, "Hey, while you're at it, stick in the uh, JK around at gmail dot com, and uh, and toss my friend Joel there." And I said, "You guys would get along famously." Now, if I didn't know any better, um, and if I had any sort of scientific knowledge, this might not be something I would suggest, but. Were you guys anywhere near the Bermuda Triangle, and did you go into an alternate universe? Because this Josh character has a lot of things that seem to be like parallel to my life, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. like just skewed uh, just a little bit. It was funny. Like other people on the boat uh, didn't know Josh that well, and uh, you know, kept saying things to me like, "Well, I've never seen him uh, around with you." And I was like, "He was in the line when I was waiting." For you know, hours and hours that day, just right. drinking uh, just the water from the side of the boat, and you know, which well, just makes you thirstier in the end. I gotta but, say that Shelly, the this Shelly Dimples care uh, pimples does not sound as attractive as Kelly Dimples. Just name name. I'm going based on name. Well, and, I haven't ever seen either, so I didn't really. You I know. mean, we don't know anything. Like Josh, you're telling me he sounds like a decent guy sounds like he's got a cool Mm -hmm. name but like i mean he could be a real idiot i don't know what his personal politics are or anything like that and you know you you probably didn't spend enough time with him to know you know any of his like real like the depth of his uh personal ideas and opinions and this sort of thing Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. i don't know if we can really give him too much credit uh because he could be a real idiot and uh well, we should uh, let's just get him to take the exam from season one. And uh, you know, we're we're friends on Facebook now, so I'm uh, I can just send it to him and and see what he does. Sure. See what, uh, how how what score he gets? You know, send Maybe him that. Have him on as a little guest. I don't know if he needs to come on as a guest. You can do that. You know, you got the exam. Send it to him, and then you, if you really want to, you can mention it on the show, or you can just keep that to yourself. I mean, nobody. I don't think the listeners care that much. Uh, we're all happy That's you're true. safe. Sure. We're all happy you're here. We're all mm-hmm. happy that the JK Round show is back on Monday. Yes, it uh, exists. So it's listen, right here. episode nine. Making that magic out of comedy. That's right. It's been a long time coming, but we're back. Mm-hmm. Let's take a break. We do have to stop for advertising. Uh, yep. I, the, the bank account has been dwindling, and uh, so let's get the commercial done. And then uh, come back and we'll talk about a comedian and probably more of what's been going on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, maybe just the comedian. Or just the comedian. And uh, this is commercial break time. Uh, Today, (laughs) the JK Round podcast is brought to you by Sod. Brought to you by Sod. Now, Joel, uh, tell the folks, and myself for that matter, what is Sod? Well, you know in the nation we have a lot of just dirt, just a lot of dirt. Even in the capital, dirt is uh, in front of a lot of the lawns in the more suburban areas. And Sod can change that. It can change your life even? Well, yes, because when you walk on dirt, your toes get dirty and your your it doesn't feel that nice under your feet. Yeah, it's some oh, soft and sand. Don't, don't even get me started about when it gets wet. Oh, mud? You're talking <laughs> about mud now? Mm, you know I am. Well, look. Well, what can save us from the mud and the dirt? Sod. Sod? Sod. 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 Sod can save you yes. from mud and dirt and the rocks that are in the dirt. Sod is soft. Mm-hmm. Sod is like a carpet 
in your home, but for the outside. A nice, fresh, green, grassy carpet, then. So basically, yes. You know when you have your you know narrow hallway and you take a, a narrow runner rug, they say, and you roll it out. Yep. That's yeah, sod. That's sod. That's indoor sod. That's indoor sod. Outdoor sod, you, you, it comes in these narrow little strips. And guess what? On the outside, it's all dark and dirty like mud and dirt. But when you roll it out, there it is. That's soft grass. Beautiful soft grass. You mm-hmm. could make, uh, you could put up a badminton net. Yes. Uh, you could have like children run on it. It's mm-hmm. safe. And, oh, 100%. And, you know, uh, organic, I assume. It's made out yes. of carbon. It's made out of grass, and mm-hmm. the grass goes down, and, and the roots go into the dirt below, and it gets really strong. Like, that'll hold strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then now, in the future, your children can be out there. They'll rip out the grass. Kid, kids love ripping out sure, the grass. They love doing that. And that grass will stay in there if, it, if it's good sod. You got to get the good stuff. Yep. And, uh, you got to make sure that, you know, it's windproof, so it doesn't mm-hmm. just blow away on you That's right. half the time, you know. That's Grass right. will like if you're planting it or or you're painting it on dirt, mm-hmm. it'll just blow right. off. And, and the birds will eat if it, if you just seed the birds will eat it. Yeah, the birds will eat it. Um, mm-hmm. And then ha- they explode like at weddings all the time. The thing is, what you don't want to do is get the waterproof sod because you need to be yes. able to water it. Yes, and, and yes. for it to drink with the water, um, living sod, which is the mm-hmm. opposite of fake. Uh, astroturf sod which is a fake type of sod mm-hmm. so get sod this is a, a put the the nation really is yeah. uh, eager for everyone to get sod and to put mm-hmm. sod on their lawns <clears throat> or on their front yards where there is no lawn and make it a lawn yeah or on your friend's lawn just you know yeah you can yeah, share so sod. sod yeah and get so it it's a good it's a good product. It's a great product. It's solid. Get as much as you can afford. You know, if you can just get two or three rows of sod, you know, and just slowly build your lawn. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. sod. That, yeah. Get your property value up, bitch. We want to thank sod for this uh, um, episode. Um, so, thank you, sod. And uh, back to the show. Back to it. <laughs> Okay, and we're back. Um, hey, uh, back to the JK round. But you what? never knew if you'd hear this sound again. Oh, oh yes, that was the only thing keeping me sane on that crazy, crazy dehydrated boat ride. I and took. you were one hundred percent sane talking to Josh about his girlfriend Shelley. Yeah, apparently Pimples. it was really interesting. Mm-hmm. But uh, oh man, not as interesting as comedians and taking the magic out of them and their mm-hmm. their comedy mm-hmm. acts comedy jokes you know what i i thought of and i tried it um while you were away was i thought this we, we have these two commercial breaks we have three sort of uh parts of the episodes i thought maybe we could do like a three act structure that you that's so commonly mm. used in in movies and television shows. Okay. So and then I thought, but where's the cliffhanger? Uh, yeah. You know, let's just stop for an advertisement. That's not really a cliffhanger. But if I go, no. let's pick pick out the name before the advertisement. Then they, oh my goodness. Then okay. they go. Like, oh, what? That's a hook. That's, that's a hook. what they call a hook. So write that hook. down, students. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then where it all fell apart was at the end of this thing then we go into the segment well if i say we're doing a segment like point proven then the song plays then the intro to the advertisement you know what i mean like yeah that part was where i thought that's not working now there's a, a little messy there. yeah so it's we, like what we could is uh keep in tune for the next thing because it's a segment and Ooh, okay, or, yes. or, we'll, or, we'll, or we'll even say... We'll announce you know, the segment Yeah, the next we're going to do... Yeah, yeah. You know, let me be your, uh, you know, a classic Kevin's Crank or something. And, Possibly, yeah. We don't know yet. Yeah. You don't know what they uh, are yet. You don't know. We probably do. Or, how about this? We will tell you after the break whether or not this comedian we just tributized is dead or alive. Like, yeah. If we don't mention it right off the gate, then... That, would be uh, good. that that's always something they do on you know uh, soap operas and television mm-hmm. shows and that sort of thing. Just a 
leave you hanging. Is this person dead or alive? Or alive. And we're going to be the ones uh, tells you. informing you. Yeah. yeah. So, well, maybe we can try that next episode or something. I don't know. That I'm glad yeah. we've talked it out. It's uh, a very Game of Thrones sort of feel, and that's really popular right now. Yeah. Just like butt stuff because they're in like, Game of Thrones. It's yeah. really into it. Everybody's into those two things, and they like those cliffhangers. They like to feel like, what's going to mm-hmm. happen next? And that's one thing yeah. you always feel with butt stuff. Um, yeah. So let's pick the name out of the hat. Can you guess who it's going to be? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> There's like thousands of names in here. What do you? It's probably not Carl Reiner. I'll well, you that that's true. You can guess who it's not going to be. We already, we already done. Okay, here we go. And oh, isn't this an interesting comedian? Mm. Tom who? Green. Tom Green, mm-hmm. the the Salisbury steak of comedy. Oh, because oh, yeah. they call him disgusting, but he still sizzles. That. Well, that is a great description of him, um, mm-hmm. and I, and I've interesting because I've heard different versions of that. I heard he's the back bacon of comedy, uh, yeah, because he's okay. Canadian. Uh, he's disgusting, but he still mm-hmm. sizzles, and he's not as fat uh, as regular as bacon, the regular or bacon. like as fattening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one works too. That one's pretty good. And I like the uh, idea that it puts Canadian in there because, you know, last season you and I made a lot of Canadian friends. That's right. So shout outs to those guys. Uh, hey, how you doing? Hi Thanks guys. for listening still. But now it's Tom Green time, so you all need to step aside. Mm-hmm. Now this is a comedian, uh, Canadian comedian that is mm-hmm. semi-successful. So the, the, the other comedians we talked to were not successful. They were They were starting out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but this comedian now, he hasn't, he's not just starting out, he's out there, uh, that, and people know his name even in other countries. Uh, yeah. some of our listeners will, will have known who Tom Green is and what he did. Oh, sure. Love him or hate him. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he is that, that bacon or that Salisbury steak. Mm-hmm. Like he's, well, and he's, he's around. He's got that he's sizzle. Still, and I think he's still like he's still putting that that gross goatee on every morning mm-hmm. and and slapping himself in the face with a ham sandwich for your benefit. Yes, like this is how he does comedy. He will do anything, and we love him for it. Thank you, Tom. He 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 his his uh, face has become more elongated as he's aged. His skin mm-hmm. has sagged lower, and he looks dare I say it even more dopey than he did prior. Um, and, and he's that guy that you go, wow, that kind of dedication, (laughs) you know, I mean, it's, it's that George Carlin not being willing to shave that stupid ponytail and everyone else going, we get it. That's why you're funny. But with Tom Green, it's like, you know, your hair Mm -hmm. is receding even more there. The bags under your eyes are becoming more pronounced. You're dedicated, sure. uh, and that's just that's just one of the many ways he uh, Tom Green is like George Carlin, and mm-hmm. I would say that if you you look at a guy who really made it himself, like he made a talk show in a basement. Yes, I mean, hello, you know, George Carlin uh, would do his stand-up comedy in little coffee shops or wherever he could, right. uh, and just waited for television to come. Tom Green said no. I'm going to make television and throw it to you. And this is for our younger listeners. We didn't have YouTube back when Tom Green was trying to be on what was called the boot tube, right. um, which was precursor to the YouTube. Um, and you know, just as things grow in technology, they just change the name a little bit. That's right. You know? yeah. DVD, HD, DVD, the sort of mm. ideas. Yeah. Uh, Betamax. But... Uh, I really have always thought Tom Green as a homemaker in the fact that he's made it on his own, At home. in his home. In his home. Yeah. That's true. Now, if you want to get on the mainstream television, like Ellen, yeah. the comedian Ellen did, you need yeah. to use Nivea and make your skin look young mm-hmm. and supple and be a lesbian. Yeah. Tom Green yep. says to that, no, I'm not a lesbian. I'm a Canadian. And uh, I'm going to do this on my own terms, in my own house. Welcome. 
you know, yeah. welcome here, come on in. And to the celebrities, they're coming into his house and and uh wow, what a what how exciting is that to have celebrities yeah. just popping in saying hi. Yeah. And uh saying what what am I doing here in this, you know, little Canadian man's home? And before you know it, everyone's laughing, everyone's having a good time. Mm-hmm. And uh I don't even think I can name one celebrity on the Tom Green show. And nor should you. Um, you know, that's sometimes you, you need to be introduced to new people and, uh, mm-hmm. Tom Green and for a lot of our listeners, they won't have heard of Tom Green. Let's give him a bit of a history. Yes. He yeah. made a show that was on the boob tube before the YouTubes, as Kevin has said, and it was a show mm-hmm. that was, uh, what kind of comedy? Uh, I would say talky slappy where you've got the talk show sort of mm-hmm. vibe, but it's still slapstick and a is, little bit of a little bit of gross out yeah. again gross out or shocky oh. yeah yeah that's why like using these e's students at the end of things is uh putting what we call like a a variable on it because we don't if you don't want to commit mm-hmm. all you have to say is something is e like oh this is shaky yeah. doesn't mean that it is always shaking let's it's just, just shake we'll take it the term sometimes yeah he, okay he we i could have e. said he's so, a shock uh, slappy Shocky, yeah. Right. And I could have said he's a shock comic. He does shock comedy. But I don't right. think that he's shocking enough in what That's he it. does yeah. to be shock comedy. He's mm-hmm. shocky. You know, shocky. if he mm. was more shocking and, and said things that, you know, maybe there was some irony behind it or something witty and hard-hitting, you know, and, yeah. and it just yeah. like blew your mind... That's shock comedy, That's but shock. he's just kind of shocky. Where he'll dress up in in uh, you know some sort of a pink dress and have makeup mm-hmm. that's dripping down his face and drag some sort of it looks like a corpse type thing around and stand by trees with weird cameras and and mm-hmm. walk through the streets where people look and go whoa, whoa. and yeah. uh, and yeah. that's that's it i mean that's, that's the that's joke the shocky yeah, but it also shocky. has you know the gross grossy yeah, but it's like gro- gro- grossish using you know accent i goo yeah. would be grossish but yeah it has the same vibe yeah. it's it's a mix he's a conundrum you know he's one of those Really versatile, uh, disgusting comics. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the type of comic that can do all these different things. Does he do them well? Mm, probably mm-hmm. not. But he mm-hmm. tries them. And, and mm-hmm. um, there are ideas that come out of, it seems, nowhere sometimes and mean absolutely nothing. So it's yeah. kind of an interesting it, juxtaposition there. Yeah. You have um, to hand it to him for that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, you can't talk Tom Green without bringing up uh, his his big movie, which came after a lot of, like, he had a lot of small parts on Euro Trip mm-hmm. and whatnot, Road sort of, uh, Euro Trip and, uh, um, what was it, Space Trip. Yeah, he was but, just acting in those. Uh, mm-hmm. That wasn't his project, was acting. you know. But then comes his uh, coup de tante where mm. he uh, comes up with five, wait, was it five fingers? Freddy got Fren- fingered. Fren- Frez- yeah. Freddy got fingered. And in this movie, he, um, you know, does zany, wacky, gross-out, shocky things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if there was a story to the film. Um, yeah, I never really saw it. Me neither. I knew better than to have to look at it. A lot of people talked about it, uh, talked about the film, and it was one of those things mm-hmm. where you go, "Oh, from what you're saying, I can tell it's not worth watching." Sure. Um, other yeah. movies, you hear them and you go, "I gotta see that." Um, mm-hmm. That's how I felt about Interstellar. Oh yeah, I mean, Did you see that? Yeah, I heard it's a lot like Star Wars. It's well, they're in space. Awesome. And now there's Sold. no real wars like shooting and stuff, but they deal with the time space continuum. Now and I think if if Freddy got fingered, you know, sort of took a node from Star Wars or, mm-hmm. Interstellar, or Interstellar, and had that kind of like you know dealing with time and space yeah. and continuums, why? Where would that film be now? Well, you know what? I think that you know it didn't. It wouldn't have had to deal with time or space or continuums, mm. but a plot would have been nice. 
Sure. You know? Sure. Now, there was this shocking part in Interstellar where there's a fight on this very cold planet. And, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. is um, Matthew McConaughey going to get out of this scrape? Well, uh, I'm not going to tell you if he does because that would be a spoiler alert. Um, All right. But Freddie got fingered. You know, there's the a high, the big, you know, everybody knows about it. That moment where he's sucking on a horse's uh, udder. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think that he also part. masturbates an animal at some point. I think that's the same. Isn't that the same scene? You would think, you know, if you're Maybe. sucking on a horse's udder, you might as well finish it off with your hand. But, right. I mean, I always remember from the trailer seeing, you know, the classic... Daddy, would you like some sausage? Or I'm wearing a cheese helmet. Where mm-hmm. he was really putting so much into so little. You know what I'm trying it's to say? Either, yeah. It's either that, Kevin, or mm-hmm. it was. there was so much depth and so much subtext that we couldn't follow it. But I'd no, like that, to and believe... That's what I'm saying. You're saying that's what you're saying. I'm saying so much into so little, as in like there's so much happening with his performance and his uh, subtext and what he's trying to do mm-hmm. into such a small piece of like, oh, here's um, one line that you might find funny uh, in the whole movie, but in that one moment that they show over and over in the trailers and so on. It unravels. is so much. Yeah, there, that's why you don't really need to see the movie. Yeah. You can see the trailer and be like, wow, I get this. I've, right. I feel like I've seen it. I get all the good parts. And it's so much in so little. That's how Interstellar was. But in, in that movie, there's like two hours of buildup. Mm-hmm. Or, or something. And, and Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock's in that movie, right? No. <clears throat> no, you're right. I, I got that mixed up. I was thinking of her other uh, sort of action, spacey movie, um, Miss Congeniality. Oh, right. Sorry, yes. Yeah. Classic comedy. Um, But yes. So. Yeah. Um, She's not in that. But they, they, have, they have like two hours or something. And then... All of a sudden, the whole what you've what's already happened starts unraveling, and then you go, "Oh, I'm understanding all that time," mm-hmm. and that's where Tom Green. You can kind of bow to him and say, "Thank you." I don't have to watch two hours or an hour and a half or probably an hour and fifteen minutes, whatever they let him do in a movie. Um, I can just watch the thirty second clip in the trailer or less that has everything I need to know in it. Daddy, mm-hmm. here's some sausage or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's kind of a, a charity to us. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, doesn't have to exist, but it does for, for our benefit and mm-hmm. our learning and our uh, growth and production. And, and just to save us the time to not sure. have to watch something and put ourselves through that. Um, so... That was Tom Green's moment in the sun, and mm-hmm. it sh- he shone. Uh, I don't want to say brightly, but he shone. But he did uh, um, definitely. <clears throat> he definitely sh- shined uh, broadly. Yeah, if you know and what I mean. basically, it the, the star went out, and uh, and he went back to his. Uh, house and Cave. made a tv show uh show on the web and you can still see it you can go to his website and you yep. can see his show he's still doing it and he's still mm-hmm. on tour doing stand-up comedy <clears throat> although he's, he's it feels like he's newer to that now you yeah. know uh because before yeah. you in the other stuff he, he didn't need words because it was a lot of images a lot of mm-hmm. uh, grossy shocky images and and uh, zany stupidity but now he's saying stuff and i wonder if there is anything worth listening to but that's for our students to kind of try to determine yeah students try to get out to the show i don't think he's coming to uh the nation if he is i know i know he's not coming to capital city i don't but, think um, so and and i I wouldn't be remiss to start a petition if he is, um, just to make sure it doesn't happen. But uh, sure. but I, thanks, Tom, for all your hard work. You yep. are, you know, comedian and genius. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did the petition for uh, um, Bill Crosby, and I'm going to mm-hmm. do it for Tom Green if he uh, ever tries to book a Capital City uh, Concert Hall. 
Yeah. Um, the sake of the children. Of course, think of the children. Um, Now. All right, so we got to go to Sponsor, but before that, right, are you going to talk about, are you going to do the hook? Or do you want to save that for a whole? Well, Tom Green could be dead. Uh, Yeah, that's right. He could be dead or alive. Yeah. but we'll tell Stay, you uh, yeah. after the break if he's dead or alive. Salisbury steak. And we'll also do a segment, and we're not going to say what it is, but it should be a good one. Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. So uh, this, uh, for our second sponsor, uh, um, we don't have, Kevin, we don't have a second sponsor. Right. Um, I read that email. Yeah, I we, uh, they, I had all sorts of sponsors waiting in the wings, uh, but eventually they go, look, we need to get our names out here, mm-hmm. and uh, and you aren't posting any episodes. And I was like, I could, but I I would be doing it just by myself. And they're like, no, no, it's yeah. the JK around. We want both of you. We want the K. Yeah, um, and you know, I, I do, I do want to apologize to our listeners and to our students that we don't have more uh, commercials and advertisements for mm-hmm. you, uh, but but they're coming. You know, we're gonna be doing it, uh, gonna be doing that regularly. Uh, I don't know, like, have you talked to the indoor sod people? Um, maybe carpet get them people, on board. You mean? Yeah, yeah, carpet, indoor sod, whatever. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I like I said, I, I'm, I'm sending the feelers out. I'm like, well, Kevin's back. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, good. Hopefully, yeah. I mean for this week anyway. Uh, you know, hopefully for next week too. So uh, hopefully I'll have some lined up for next week. Um, it's a it's a heavy weight, and, and uh, when you get back from your mm. uh, gallivanting around like a child, maybe you can start <laughs> finding uh, advertisements uh, yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that'd be great. Hey, yeah. let's just say that uh, you know today's episode of the J.K. Around is brought to you by the J.K. Around. Mm-hmm. Uh, check us out on Facebook and yep. Twitter, you know, live tweet our You type our the show. JK around in Google, you probably get all the links for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We're, yeah, Facebook and Twitter, it's all the JK around. And, uh, yeah, we uh, yeah. we do comedy Email podcasts. Email us with uh, things, yeah, we do uh, every Monday, you know. Yeah. Uh, we'll release them and, uh, you know, join us as we take the magic out of comedy. And now back to the show. Ooh. Yeah, and we're back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Green is not dead. He's still alive. There so you thank, thank you, Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, listeners. And um, as a segment this week, we're going to mm-hmm. do one that's uh, newer. You've heard it before, but it's going to be really great. It is... Kev- Kevin's cla- cla- classic, classic cranks. Kevin does some classic cranks, and they are money, so you're laughing them. Kevin does some classic cranks, that's why they're called Kevin's classic cranks. Hello, Kevin. Hello. Hey. Hey. Hello? Hey. Hello? Hi. Hi. Is, no, no. Is this Joel? Is this Joel Ben yeah, B? This is, this is Joel. Is this Joel B? Joel VB? No, no, no. This is Benito from Benito's Pizza. Okay. Look, uh, this is a real Italian pizza place, eh? And uh, okay. we got your resume over here, and we're thinking, uh, you know, uh, maybe you'd be a good addition to a kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, uh, maybe Joel come over here and you make a good pizza pie for all of us, huh? Well, well, look. Uh, obviously, you must have borrowed Kevin's phone. You're 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 definitely an Italian person because you sound exactly how I would imagine an Italian would sound. But um, I don't know what resume you have because the last resume I ever wrote was like in 2005 or something like that because uh, I've been doing comedy professionally in podcast form and uh, I had a TV show that tanked since then. Um, and look, look, so- look, look. We ain't looking for any uh, professional acting resumes or anything like that. We, right. We've seen right. it all. We've seen it all on your uh, pages here, right? But we've been skipping by that. And we've been so saying, hey, this boy looks like he's good for pizza. 
And so we want you to get over here and make some pizzas for us. We're saying, say, we're giving you, you a re- job, huh? When you say resume, do you mean, did you see my LinkedIn? Is that what you're, is that the mm. page that you're responding to? That could be it. That could be it. I love pizza. Uh, uh, Benicio, is that what the name was? Benini. Benini? Get it um, right, it's Benini. Or I come to your mother and fuck you up. Sorry? I come to your mother and fuck you up. Sorry, what did you just say about I my I said mother? my name is Benito, get it right, or okay, I come to your mother and fuck it up. I don't know what you're going to do to my mother, but I don't appreciate you talking about her. Oh, well, it's now, fine. I, now, you're calling, hey, you're calling hey. me for an employment. Oh, he's a big guy now. Oh, he's a well, big guy now. No, you don't talk over me, Benini. Oh? You, you called me. You called me for a job. You yeah. called me to say that I was somebody that could make pizza for you. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was complimentary. That was mm-hmm. Guess what? You don't talk about my mother and, and whatever upping her that you said. Because I don't, I didn't hear what it was. But it did not sound like it was probably an appropriate thing to say. Especially when you're asking somebody to be your employee. Now, what? back what? up a second here. I don't see, I don't see, I don't see why I have such an attitude all of a sudden. I'm trying well, to give you some money for something you can do for us. You know? mom, it just makes me mad. It makes me angry. It makes me see red. And I can't help myself but get livid. And so, you know, I, I don't know if I really need that job of yours or want it. I mean, the pizza sounds a little bit uh, tempting because I love pizza. But if you're going to talk about my mom that way, then I'm going to have to put mom before pizza. And that's a difficult choice, but it's one I'm going to have to make. Look. I, Look, so, uh, look, buddy boy, let me give you two options, all right? One, you come down here, hey, shut them fucking dogs up! Look, hey, one, you come over here, you make some pizzas for Bonita, huh? Or number two, you come back there, and you keep making love to your fat fucking mother, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, yeah, you're doing too full. You come back to New York, I'll, I'll bust your mother up. Wait, wait, I'll bust her up. You're in New York? Uh, you know I'm in New York. You don't even come back to New York. I see oh, you back in New York, and I so, say, so, uh, so I see this. I see what's going on. You so, left your so resume in office. New York like you're just a hot mother, and you're owning this stuff, and I say, hey, this man don't know a dangle about pizza. But so now I'm giving you a trust. And you're going to deny that trust? You're going to no, actually deny the trust for your own pizza relic? Nah, you me, ain't so doing get, none of that. Let me get this straight. Because, by the way, I think you're an African-American Italian by the sounds of it. Mm-hmm. But, um... You're telling me that I could come to New York, have a job making pizza, but the one sort of price I have to pay is that you will be disrespecting my mother the All whole time. All the time, like 24 this is, 7. This is kind of like an employment Sophie's Choice. Do you love uh, your mother or do you love the pizza? It's more than Sophie's Choice, it's harder. You gotta get this real. Where is this Benito's Pizza? In the hood? It's more than just the hood. It's on 34th and 4th. So, Shut them goddamn down, dude. Well, it is a difficult decision. Um, I feel like if I went to New York, I could really make it in the comedy scene, and I wouldn't need to make pizza. Uh, and even though free pizza is really great, I, I really don't want you talking about my mother that way. Look, and comedy and murders and all them things come and go. You don't need any of that, all right? What you need is a good study job, flipping the pantherotis, making the pepperonis, and getting the sauce just good. So now, panzerottis, these are, mm-hmm. you flip those? I thought they were like a deep-fried sort of thing. But you're, you're telling me that you're flipping these now? So you're telling me that you lied on your resume? It said on your CV that you would I, know I, how to flip a panzerotti. I did not send you a resume. I do. I don't know where this resume came from. Are you sure it's even me? It had I mean, I, all of your info. How do you think I got this number? Through Kevin's my 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 comedian partner's Kevin's phone. Look, he's a respectable and good man. He's a very good man. I, 
Are you? Are you pooping? No one's going to deny that he's a good man. I mean, Kevin is a, a wonderful man. He keeps giving his phone to strange people, um, and, and that's a little bit disconcerting. But, I mean, he is a great guy. Uh, but I don't think you have the correct resume, because I, I don't know how to make a Panzerati. And I don't know if that's a deal breaker here. Look, look, how much money can I offer you to quit what you're doing right now and come over to the Beninados and make me a pizza. I don't really want to quit what I'm doing, uh, and it's not really a hey, matter of money. money is not an option. How much? Well, like, $80 million? Is that, you're going to give me $80 million deal. to make a Panzer? That's a deal. Looking at your qualifications, I say, I'll give you $80 million to make a fucking pizza. But I just told you I can't make pan- I don't know anything about making a Panzerati. Yeah, well, I don't obviously know anything about economics because I just offered you $80 million to make a pizza. Yet you know that you don't know anything about economics. So, so come on down. A stupid ch- Take this job. How did you have $80 million to give me? I mean, it's I good. It in- it's good. No. It's right here. I got, I'm looking at the cash. I'm thinking, mm, I'm going to give this to a hot boy. Uh, what if I said $80 million an hour? Well, then I would pay you for one glorious hour, my friend. Okay, what do I'll you come, say? What do you say? I'll come, down, I'll, I'll come down and work for an hour and give up everything that I'm doing for one hour. That's fine. Like mm-hmm. that, That's okay. Mm-hmm. And then I can go back to doing everything that I was doing. But exactly. then I'll have $80 million to uh, do it with. So we are agreed. Okay, I'll come, work, I'll come work for one hour for $80 million. Sure. I'll do that for sure. <laughs> you fool. Oh, God, Joel. What? Again, you just fell for another one of Kevin's classic cranks. Oh, Kevin! Oh, man. Oh, oh man. Classic. Kevin. I mean, you, oh. you were a little upset at the time. Well, but. I'm sitting here still. Like, I mean, the I'm red in the face. You can't see me. I'm red in the face, <laughs> and I'm going, I'm so, like, it, it's embarrassing. Because, uh, like, at the beginning, you go, you know, it's from Kevin's phone. But then at the end, mm-hmm, but, you know, by the mm-hmm. end, I'm totally wrapped up in this the scenario. I'm totally wrapped up in yep. the story. It's so rich, the, the world you create. Yeah. Well, um, that is that is the challenge. It's very difficult uh, to do a good crank call. Mm-hmm. I always find, you know, you have to be a good storyteller. Yes. Uh, you'll notice the voice work that I did in that. Um well, yeah, and that was that's where the up. atmosphere, because all you have is your voice. Yeah, yeah, you really do, uh, especially on the phone. Yes. Um, so you have to create the atmosphere mm-hmm. in in the call, and you do that masterfully, Kevin. And I don't know if you can teach that. Oh, thank you. Uh, I know you can't. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm applauding yeah, you. you know, sir. Yeah, we we are back. Mm. Um, so that was a Kevin's classic crank call students uh write us in we're gonna give you a little assignment Mm -hmm. you know uh write us in what what did you find the most classic about it or the most crank about it Mm -hmm. um i was obviously the most kevin part so don't write about that that would be stupid but say you know what was the brilliance where was the comedy what did you enjoy the most yeah uh 800 to 1200 words was it the was it the you know, plot? Was it the, was it the plot the, of the, the telephone call? The characters, the you know, was it Joel's reactions? Uh, it, yeah. Now, also, it, there's a something, and I'm going to give a bit of a hint there. Um, uh-huh. If somebody were to use a metaphor of fishing, so mm. you 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 get a big fish. I'm the big fish, and Kevin's yeah. got the fishing rod. Now, how does he get me to shore? I'm fighting it. You can hear in the episode, I'm fighting it. I'm like, I'm not going to come join your pizza place. Well, what if the pizza place is in New York? Yeah. You know, Kevin's you know, pulling me I, in. He's pulling, I'm going, I, I like what, the sound of that. I like comedy. I know what are the threads of, of my, yeah. of my. Uh, I don't want to use the word victim, but well, Joel is definitely the victim. Know your you know? victim. And I, I pull, know your victim. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow them around or like get mm-hmm. to know them for a couple years and lure them in. Yes. But uh, that was a great hint. Yeah, use a fishing metaphor if you can. And it was uh, really it was really helpful because I go, this is Kevin's phone. Sure. Uh, but then in the back of my mind, too, I'm going, well, this is a month where I haven't heard from Kevin. I think he might be dead in the high seas. All I'm getting is these errant emails in a voice that's not his own. And I'm going, mm-hmm. w- you know, 
maybe somebody else got his phone. That would make a lot of sense. So that kind of played into it where the believability was there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So if you want, I don't know if you people need to use that in their cranks because, you know, you might not be calling your best friend uh, slash comedy partner. You might be calling someone Mm -hmm. else. But um, in this case, that really worked to Kevin's benefit. Yeah. Again, know know thine enemy, right? Mm-hmm. Or friend frenemy, I guess, mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. In case. Um, yeah. Well, that that wraps up uh, Kevin's classic cranks. Yeah, tell us why it's fine. It's uh, great, great. Facebook.com slash the JK Round. Twitter.com slash the JK Round. The JK Round at gmail.com. Send us. Tweet us, yeah. Why was it funny? Where was it funny? How was it funny? And, and mm-hmm. what did you learn from it? That's what we want to know. Help your fellow students, everybody. Let's get together and, and as a community yeah. and discuss this, please. Yeah build this let's let's uh maybe we'll do a parade or something about it we, yeah. we're not sure all the details or yet. an interpretive dance um yeah, yeah now kevin it's been an honor to talk to you again um as I'm always so happy you're you're home and you're fine uh i'm uh this episode well, I'm, I'm in you know home home in the islands for now it's a yeah. nice straw well, hut. that's what i meant i meant you're um, you're a home uh yeah like on on land mm. on it's good to be on land again <laughs> I can only uh, as the old saying goes yeah it's good to be on land um and i just want to uh thank our listen our students for listening again and, and you're mm-hmm. welcome for us doing this again and yep, it's just great to be back and um Please tune in next week and uh, yeah, next next week we've got uh, you know whole new episode of JK around. Mm-hmm. Listen for the comedians we're going to tributize. Mm-hmm. Listen for our segments. Yes. Listen and, for uh, you know the advertisements and the hooks yeah. and all the great uh, things. And just for yourself, just mm-hmm. listen. See if you can hear yourself in it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can. Maybe you can't. And Kelly Dimples, if you're tuning in, uh, the restraining order, I think, was a little bit too far. I'm not crazy. Uh, but if you were to drop that, we, it'd be great to have coffee. Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess that leaves me to say, have a great week. Class dismissed. <laughs>